My name is Brett Q. I don't play hockey, and I do not listen to Nickelback, but I still like Canadians, so I listen to the Big MX radio show. started big mx radio brought to you by meta is on the air fueled by passion focused on motocross fly racing bills pipes w wheels motul mx x brand goggles moto ice wrap and moto stuff make it possible to bring you the news the interviews and the point of views Inside the sport of motocross, the gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, and Bill's Pipes. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Zach Bell. Zach, how's it going, brother? Good, how are you? Hey, not too bad whatsoever, man. It's a beautiful day up here in Canada. How are things And down in uh, where you reside right now? You're, you're in Georgia, correct? Yes, uh, I'm in Cairo, Georgia. I'm living in Tallahassee, Florida now. Um, working with my grandpa, doing some construction business, you know, trying to stay busy. Well, there you go. A guy who uh, recently, for as far as uh, Supercross goes, uh, you were racing with the fifty-one uh, fifty uh, Energy Drink team, correct? Yes, that was uh, that was on that team for Supercross, correct? On Supercross, breaks the collarbone and uh, some 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 complications with that. But not a guy who shies away from some hard work uh, during the off season, or is your your version of an off season, unable to to race and uh, and be competitive right now in the outdoor series, doing some work. So uh, not only can you uh, like kind of uh, earn that like uh, earn that value of a hard day's work, but uh, work off some of those expensive uh, uh, hospital bills that are mounting. I'm sure with uh, you say like four times you've had surgery on this collarbone. It's been a bit of a problem for you. Yeah, I'm going into surgery this week to hopefully uh, get this whole deal out and, you know, hopefully be on the, the final road of recovery. Um, it's, been a, it's been a long season for me. It's, it's nothing new, but um, I'm, I'm ready to put this stuff behind me and show these people what I am made of. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough sport, so um, I think I, I'm ready to take on a bigger, a bigger goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking to uh, for, for, uh, we're talking to a guy who came out of the amateur ranks uh, about three years ago, and uh, uh, basically, like all, all of the all of the world's expectations were around you, my friend. Uh, and, and you, you for for the most part, you you came as advertised, uh, a, a slight individual who's uh, small on the bike but big on speed, knows how to twist the throttle, um, but. Um, People have been a little bit critical uh, of uh, your ability to stay off the ground a little bit. And um, w- what do you really take from all of that, uh, whether it be uh, your 
like the the injuries that you've had and uh, your your professional career to date because uh, for for the most part as an amateur, like I said, highly touted and uh, rarely on the ground and uh, seems to have uh, can I have taken a different turn during your professional career? Yeah, um, I had a, a successful amateur career, um, ending it off at Loretta's with Geico Honda. Um, they signed me for a three-year contract, and, uh, you know, I thought everything was going well, um, winning my first few uh, pro nationals, and, you know, I thought I was, you know, going to be, you know, where Ryan Dungey is now, and yeah. I had a crash at Unadilla, and I broke my back. Um, it wasn't anything serious, but I I had restrictions with the back injury. Uh, I wasn't allowed to ride for close to seven, eight months. I had a back brace on for five of those months. So, I mean, it's just, um, you know, I feel like some of these people kind of put some pressure on you to get back on the bike sooner than, you know, you're allowed to. So I feel like that's the whole sport now. It's just they want you back on the bike faster than you can actually heal. Um, so now I'm taking my time. I'm doing everything that I can correctly to heal this. And, you know, I don't want to deal with any more of those injuries. I want to be that guy that was on the podium as an amateur racer. And I want those people to see my name again. For sure. So, like, who are some of the guys that you would have uh, um, battled with as an amateur, guys who you, you kind of had, you had them handled, who are now enjoying success that you kind of use them as a bit of a benchmark as to figure out uh, – basically where you fit in once uh, once you're healthy and are on some equipment that uh, can really get the job done because, uh, like, uh, I believe your Supercross bike was a competitive bike. Um, the 5150, like the Yamahas, they're great bikes. I believe it was... Uh, uh, what kind of suspension were you on? Uh, Enzo suspension as well? Yes. Yeah, Enzo suspension, same as uh, some of the other uh, uh, like support teams that are running. A very competitive bike. Um, but once you're on a machine like that and you're, you're, you're fully ready to go, where do you feel like you're going to be able to kind of settle in or who do you use as a benchmark? Um, as an amateur, I've always raced against Adam Cincerello. Um, I was always a little bit of a class ahead, but he would always jump into like super mini two with me. Um, Jeremy Martin, obviously he's been, uh, he's been successful through his, uh, pro career for Webb. Um, a lot of those top guys now that they've been consistent through the pro ranks. So uh, I felt like I was going to be one of those guys and I've, I've had a rough three or so years. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to look back on that anymore. I'm ready just to move forward. For sure, man. So, uh, what's what's the plan going forward post uh, this surgery here? Uh, like you said, you're working construction right now, uh, basically uh, to keep you working, keep you busy. But uh, once the, the your collarbone's fully healed, uh, what's the the practice plan as far as a bike, uh, a, like a program, and uh, what would what are you gonna do differently than you did in the past to uh, to to be successful? One come date gate drops in uh, Anaheim. I, I assume you'd probably race. Uh, west coast if not uh we'll see you on the east yeah um obviously like i said um i felt like i was pressured to get back on the bike super early um now that i don't have a team i don't i mean i bought myself a bike last year um a husqvarna and i don't have any support right now um just working with my grandpa during the week i'm trying to you know make some of these payments towards the bills that i've had coming in um and I, I want to do this right this time. I, I want to get healthy. Um, obviously, you need to be strong physically and mentally on the bike to, uh, you know, go out there and race 
you know, 100% and not crash and go down. Um, so I think just being able to, to just prepare the right way, not uh, putting so much in just a month's worth time of racing and riding and getting ready. Fair enough. So uh, what, 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 um, what would you say to uh, a team or uh, uh, an, in, uh, an individual who might be kind of uh, questioning uh, your, your ability to come back and be competitive? Uh, or like, how would you advertise yourself uh, coming back um, into a Oh, uh, you, you're, you were extremely successful as an amateur and uh, for, at all times have showed speed. Yeah, um, I would approach just, uh, I'm a hard worker. I've always, that's been a hard worker. Um, my dad has taught me to never give up, and that's what I've stuck to is uh, I've fallen down so many times, and I've gotten up so many times. So I, I hope this is the last time I'm, I'm falling down and uh, climbing back to the top. So I would just say, you know, you have to, you know, just trust in my ability um, with my speed and just allow me to do my work. And, you know, I, I think it'll all go from there. Um, cause I, I really am a hard worker and I, I'll do anything to, uh, you know, to be the best. There you go. So, uh, like, uh, once like you're, you're currently in, in Tallahassee, uh, once you get back on the bike, where, where's, uh, the, uh, these, these laps that you'll eventually be, be, be working on, uh, getting back to, um, to, to race pace, where are you going to be throwing down these laps? And, uh, might, might we see you, uh, even, uh, pick up uh, a Husqvarna two-stroke for uh, maybe a two-stroke editor to, uh, to uh, generate a little bit of buzz. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, I love two-strokes. Uh, grew up on them, you know, racing mini bikes and switched over to four-strokes. Um, I have a track in Cairo, Georgia. It's called AMX Park. And I have a trainer. His name is Dylan Turner. And are, are going to be doing all the hard work uh, behind the scenes and you know, to come out swinging hopefully next year and, and be ready as a as a top competitor. Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Button, former factory Supercross rider. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to take it to the commercial, and we'll be right back. When it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, nobody does it better than Spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes, or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, Spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, Spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, turn some heads, and be able to change your bike's look on the fly, head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have Spokeskins on their website. They've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off-Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up to turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. Deft Family Gloves. Deft means showing cleverness and skill in handling things. 
What you want to see in football and basketball is some deft handling of the ball. Some people are physically deft, like accomplished athletes, motorsports professionals, and martial arts masters. Their movements are fast, graceful, and deliberate. Others might be mentally or intellectually deft. You could describe a beautifully written essay as deft, or talk about a politician's deft work on an anti-bullying bill. The source of deft is the Old English gedeft, meaning mild or gentle, which became deft in Middle English along with its meaning of apt, skillful, and adept. Deft family represents a united family of athletes, artists, and creative individuals inspired by the underground lifestyle. Founded by a core crew of friends, influenced by music, arts, culture, sport, faith, and fashion. We provide the essentials of the modern-day movement through a vision of free-flowing culture. Formed by motivation and necessity for change through passionate minds while remaining ahead of the mainstream, common, and popular beliefs. Hashtag Deaf Family is not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. We are deaf. All Deft Family product and merchandise is shipped directly from Temecula, California and handled with care. So head on over to deftfamily.com, explore the website and find out all things deft and become part of the deft family. Hey, this is Josh Greco on the 976 Cali and you're listening to the Big MX Radio. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. In motocross, everyone wants one common thing. To simply enjoy the ride. Sand, clay, loam, or concrete, and everything in between. Riders all want to be able to enjoy their ride. But today is arena cross. Tomorrow's Glen Helen. And Saturday, we're heading to this gnarly sand track. How can we be sure our suspension is always dialed in? For most, 
Employing a full-time practice technician is unrealistic, and even for those who have one, setting suspension is still a chore. Get a measuring tape, scratch a mark on the fender or rear number plate, and attempt some backward math to find 105 millimeters. Does this tape even have millimeters on it? Forget that. Head to motool.co today and set your sag every time you ride with the Slacker Digital Sag Scale. Let's hear from Johnny K. Spear himself and how this thing works. So uh, really basically you would just uh, stick it on your axle with the magnet, stick the clip on your side plate, basically where the arc of the axle would hit the side plate, and then uh, pull out the retractable cable, hook it to the clip, and turn it on, and then just take the bike off the stand and, and take a measurement. It's that easy. Trust tuning your suspension to Johnny K. Spear and Motul MX. Much faster. 2014 X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did, and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. 
Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Cade Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. What's uh, what's the landscape like for a, uh, a, a support-level guy like yourself who uh, definitely has the speed and the ability to land himself a spot on those top teams, but uh, like in a lot of ways, uh, to get the results, you gotta have the uh, you gotta have the equipment. To get the equipment, you gotta have the results. Which comes first, and how do you get the results without the equipment? Um. Mainly the support. I mean, I have a, a great family behind me with support. My girlfriend, her parents, my family, my brother. It's, it's just all in just believing in me and uh, making sure that it it will happen. Um, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I believe that. Um, I just feel like a good support team would be great for me, and uh, hopefully, I mean, even if I am riding as a privateer, um, I'm still going to work as hard as I am as a privateer or as I am on a, on a pro team. Uh, that's just my work, work ethic. I, I want to work, you know, harder than anybody else, but it's been hard for me with all these injuries. You know, you have to wait a couple of weeks to get back on the bike and then you crash and hurt something else and you're out for two months. And it's just like, I haven't been able to put in a full season without getting hurt. So, but uh, as far as uh, the injuries go, how, how does, uh, a guy like yourself put down an entire season uh, of uh, the speed that you know you can go with without staying with with staying off off the ground the entire time. Uh, we've seen uh, we've always seen speed from you. We've seen uh, heat race wins and, and some damn near uh, uh, main event wins. But uh, like uh, how like is it a case of dialing yourself back? Is it a case of uh, of just doing some different things on a motorcycle? How do you ensure that uh, the, the you say uh, right side up through throughout the uh, the season? While, meanwhile, still stay, keeping that that speed that you have because uh, it's a flashy style. It's a move around a lot, move around on the bike a lot kind of uh, riding style. But uh, it's coming and bit you a few times here and there. How do you? Uh, um, like kind of balance that, like staying safe as well as still pinning it? Um, obviously, you want to win and you want to do everything. So I think it's just to get a, an excellent start, um, start the race by, you know, kind of pushing a little bit, but don't go over your limits so far. Um, riding in a comfort zone where you don't think you're going to, you know, intentionally crash or hit someone or someone knock you down and just kind of, you know, not set your goal so high and bring yourself up because I've, I've had, you know, many expectations for me to go out there and win. And I put that on myself and I, you know, I start riding out of my comfort zone and, you know, I go down and I think it's just building, um, a top 10, the first few races and then 
say top five and then podium. I, I think I could I could be a podium guy easily if if I can you know stay healthy and you know be well fit on the bike. Well, definitely, and uh, like m- many people would think that coming off of an injury like your own is is a huge disadvantage. But I, I like to t- uh, kind of gather up some positives, and one of the things that I think of is the fact that uh, in in a short period of time uh, you're going to be back on the bike. You'll be able to train fully, and uh, you maybe use some of that muscle that you've developed through working construction here and there to uh, to really uh, put put together a solid program where it's kind of super cross. Uh, really focused throughout the off season, you'll be ripped, ready to go, and uh, come gate drop in Anaheim. Uh, a little bit of a sleeper pick as far as uh, uh, results go, because a guy who's been super focused on exactly what he needs to do for Supercross, uh, moving into uh, like you, you'll be like just that much more focused, that much more ready. Uh, and uh, honestly, uh, if if I'm uh, want to put put a few bucks on uh, on anyone to podium come uh, come Anaheim. Or if it's uh, if it happens to be in Atlanta, uh, look out for uh, for Mister Zach Bell. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just gonna execute every day as a new day, and you know, work to uh, to my goals, and um, I, I can see myself up there at Anaheim or in Atlanta, um, and I, I'm just ready for gate drop. So as far as uh, do, do we know whether or not you've got a, a national number for for next year? Whether or not you gained enough points through uh, through Supercross to uh, to have yourself set up to uh, to be to running a two digit, or is it a three going back to a three digit for uh, for two thousand seventeen? Um, I'm thinking it's going to be a three digit. I only got five points this year in the first yeah. round. Um, crashed in the first turn. Didn't start the night off right. Um, uh, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be a three-digit number. So if it's, uh, you know, if it's not a great number, I'll take it. Um, but I'm gonna put that number to use, and you know, make you know, make it a good number out of it. Yeah, it could be the, very well. Could be the last time you ever run a three-digit number. So you gotta uh, either a you gotta uh, first of all make people notice that three-digit number more than anything. But uh, you gotta you gotta pick one that stands out. Unfortunately, you wouldn't be able to go with three uh, with the one hundred, which was uh, something that you kind of uh, made your own during your amateur days. But uh, yeah. um, if it does come to a three-digit number, uh, what's what's kind of your your flavor as far as uh, you what what you want to wear out there to uh, to really uh, gain some attention. Um, definitely a flashy number and my, I've always been in the 100 range, so I wouldn't want to go out of that. Um, so I would want to put the 100 range into use. Maybe, uh, go back to the, the rookie number, the one seven, uh, the one six seven. Yeah, that that's probably what I would, that would be my first pick. Um, as an amateur coming up to the ranks, I saw Ricky Carmichael with one sixty seven. And I was like, I'm going to take that number. So um, I think that's the number I would um, apply for. Is that the uh, is is that who you looked up to most? Of course, you're a Cairo, Georgia kid. You're right now living in Tallahassee, which is uh, right in the goat's backyard. Is that a guy that you really looked up to a ton growing up? And uh, may or may not have been able to uh, spin some laps at the at the at the farm every once in a while. Yeah, um, I've been at his, his facility a couple of times. It's uh it's nothing like you would expect. He's a hardworking guy. Um, he has a lot of money, but he doesn't show it. So, um, yeah, as a kid, I looked up to him. Uh, I rode with him a lot out at our private track in uh, Cairo, Georgia. Uh, it's called Jeff Williams. It's, it's close down now. But me and my dad, and I don't know if you're familiar with Earl May, um, we yep. would all go out there and ride together. And 
that's that was the one guy who always wanted to be. So um, that's who I'm pushing for. There you go. Well, maybe we'll see the uh, the one six seven back in action. And uh, if if you did have a pick of uh, of a manufacturer to get on, uh, if you are a full privateer, um, would you would you stick with the Husqvarna's uh, or 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 what uh, what would your program look like if if you kind of had things your way? Um, I'm I am not sure yet. Um, I wouldn't be you know happy or sad about any kind of brand. Um, I would be fine with anything. Um, you know, I'd work my butt off if it's uh, a TM bike or, you know, whatever's coming up, the electric bikes, uh, you know, if that's <laughs> Just give that, me a motorcycle. That. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Right. There you go. Uh, just more or less to me sounds like a kid who's champing at the bit, ready to uh, to get back to uh, to the sport he loves so much because, uh, like, uh, I, I've been there myself with different sports or different uh, activities. Like, you, know, you kind of come to a point where uh, the, the, the days seem numbered, uh, so to speak, and you want to just uh, make the most of whatever uh, happens to come your way. Um, uh, definitely sound like a guy who's willing to do the work to, to put yourself in that position. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know exactly what needs to be done to do that. And that's a lot of hard work. That's a lot of sweating and, uh, some motos. Um, when it comes to riding, uh, do you, do you do any like play riding in addition to throwing down motos to uh, not only kind of develop a, a totally different set of skill sets as well as kind of bring some fun back into uh, riding the motorcycle? Because uh, we know that's, that's an important thing. Oh yeah. Um, obviously you do your work first. Um, you can always play after. So always like to get the work done first. And at the end of the day, we usually do our wheelies, um, kind of transfer stuff to kind of use your, uh, your body skills on the bike to maneuver the bike a little bit more. Um, definitely starts just fun, uh, notes wheelies. Uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of fun doing whips, scrubs. Uh, yeah, it's the whole nine. Fair enough. So, uh, what's what would be a a skill set or a skill that you have that uh, maybe doesn't get shown on race day? Maybe doesn't get uh, as much uh, Instagram attention as as you're able to to give it. Someone something that would be a surprise that you, you're able to do on a motorcycle uh, better than most. Um, I'm really good at my starts. Uh, I'm obviously tiny on the bike, like you said. Uh, How tall are you? I'm five four. <laughs> Right on. Yeah, yeah, I'm tiny. Um, I've got that advantage on the start, and I, you know, I use it well to uh, to put myself in a good situation. Um, I can throw the bike around pretty easily. I'm tiny, but um, I like to kind of low and keep it moving. Who's uh, who's shorter, you or Dakotas? Dakota Alex. Dakota, like uh, no, uh, Jimmy Dakotas. Oh, sorry. Um, I believe I'm still shorter. Wow, I thought I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. You guys are both tiny guys. Like, what you're like, you're. You could legitimately still ride a super mini. Yeah. Um. I actually hopped on one as I turned pro, and I could. I'm still the same height, but uh, I still (laughs) race it around the track like I was still little. That's awesome, man. That's cool. Well, uh, uh, I really hope to see that uh, this come. This time next year, a whole different uh, page, uh, a different number, and uh, a whole kind of lease on life as far as a pro a pro series goes for you. Um, of uh, the supporters that you do have, who are they right now? And uh, kind of give it up to them a little bit. What is that? I can't. My phone just broke up. Sorry. 
All good. Um, who are some of the supporters that you currently have that you'd like to thank for uh, currently uh, like kind of staying with you a little bit as well as uh, helping you uh, with uh, w w what's going to become a pretty special program uh, moving into the offseason here? Um, definitely, I have to give it up to 60. They've, uh, they've been behind me this whole, you know, this whole uh, situation with my collarbone and my whole pro series. So I, I have to give a big thanks to them to, you know, keeping me safe on and off the bike. Uh, I like to thank Bell Ray. They, they are still, you know, helping me, even though I'm not currently sponsored by them, they still help me out a lot. Um, nice. Garnet has been a, a huge help also to my program with, the boots and uh, X brand goggles. Um, there's there's a bunch of people that are that are still there with me that I you know I can't give them up because they're just they've been great to me. Awesome man. Well, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and kind of giving us uh, your two cents and, and keeping our fans updated on all things Zach Bell. Uh, wish you all the best with the surgery this week on the collarbone, and uh, looking forward to uh, to seeing some uh, uh, some some posts on social media of your recovery and eventually maybe some uh, some video shots of you uh, hauling ass on that uh, sand track of yours. Uh, something that uh, everyone loves to watch. Yeah, thank you for having me on, and you'll see my name again. Absolutely. For those who don't already follow you, uh, Instagram, it's uh, ZachBell underscore 100. And uh, are you on Instagram or uh, Twitter as well? It, yes, I am on Twitter, and it's ZachBell100. Perfect, man. Well, uh, everyone, go give give uh, Zach a follow. Uh, keep t keep tabs on this kid because uh, come gate drop in 2017. There's gonna be some special things happening. Got a got a good feeling about uh, you and your program, man. Don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we'll go we'll cut it off right there. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.
And here's the price of gas, repeat his phrase. I hate Winnipeg. And up above us all, leaning into sky. A golden business boy will watch the north end die and sing I love this town. Then let his arcing wrecking ball proclaim I hate Winnipeg.